2: It's week 13 in the
3: National Football League This is it This is what you've worked all season for A chance at a league championship Tonight We break down all the week 13 action As we are on our quest for our third league championship Can we do it? Can you do it? All the folks in the red versus blue crew will be here tonight. So jump on in, the water's warm. Red versus blue is next. 60 seconds. Here we go.
0: One bleeds red and one bleeds blue. Two friends, one heated rivalry. It's intense. It's no holds barred. It's game time hey, let's go. on red vs. blue sports talk radio with your host scott atkins and michael trent scott and mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404 red versus blue sports talk radio where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. You ready, Mike? I'm ready. You ready? I'm
1: ready. Come on, come on, let's get it going. Playoff time, baby. It's time that we make the right time, right decisions at the right time. Come on, Lenny. Yeah.
3: Come on, Lenny. Year, baby.
1: Come on, Lenny. what we're all here for. We're wondering
3: if our players are going to go our way. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio with my uh, big blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Mike Trent. I'm your host, Guy going to go Eggen. my way. That's right, Team Legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football, and we are live with you tonight, bringing you all the action from the World Championship of Fantasy Football and the Fantasy Football Players Championship. We'll also talk a little bit of the National Fantasy Football Championship. Their format's a little different. Tonight is the, uh, the last chance to win, uh, to make those decisions uh, this weekend, and to win your league title uh, in the World Championship and the FFPC, the Fantasy Football Players Championship. All the money's on the line this week, Mike. All the money's on the line this week.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Scott. It's a it's a great week. Uh, there's a lot of things that are happening, and you need to make sure that you have the right player put into place right now because uh, there's no turning back. There is no turning back, Scott. You have to have the exact information on what what you want to know, and I think we can. Uh, I think we can give a lot of uh, uh, a lot of the high-stakes fantasy players, uh, some information uh, that you know maybe they don't know, uh, maybe we do know, but we can give them something to you know build on and uh, go, pro, go for go uh, for Sunday.
3: We got a lot of games on the slate. We had one last night. The Jets beat Buffalo 19 to 13. I'm in that little contest with Jesse Heron the owner of the World Championship of Fantasy Football, and uh, he took the bills, I took the Jets, so I increased my lead there. Have you heard about that contest yet, Mike? It's a contest we've been running uh, since week two in the National Football League, and, uh, you know, that week Jesse put up his picks on the message board. He kind of threw himself out there, and I looked at the picks, and I was like, man, I disagree with so many of those, it's not even funny. (laughs) <laughs> and you know, so so we went ahead and and you know he said, well you know, hey that's a lot of picks. Let let's put something on the line, Scott. And I was like, I was like, well, what'd you have in mind? I was like, how about you? You know, we we do something fun. And he's like, how about if I beat you with the most most uh, picks correct, you got to wear a pippy long stocking outfit to the draft next. I was like, are you? Get-? I was like, get out of here, man. Of- you don't bet that. I said, but here here's what I will do. How about we make a jersey bet? If I if I win this contest, this pick'em contest straight up, not spread, just straight up, then right. uh you can wear you'll wear a uh, New York Jets jersey uh to the draft, my favorite team. You'll wear a Jets jersey to the to the world championship draft next year. If I win, I'll wear your, your ugly Tennessee Titan jersey to the draft. And he accepted oh. that bet. He accepted that bet. Well that first week, um, it was a route, uh, thankfully, uh, in my favor. And ever since then, uh, Mike, I've been I've been batting seventy percent on the year uh, with with wins, uh, and he's been batting sixty percent. So I've got a real comfortable lead. Uh, one hundred and twelve. My record's one twelve to forty eight. One hundred twelve correct, forty eight wrong. Well, 70%. Well, well, the question,
1: you know, and keep on rolling, Scott. But what what Jets jersey is he going to wear? I mean, he you can't know, wear a that's, Sanchez that's jersey. Totally uh, he can't up to a me. wear Thomas Jones jersey.
3: No, totally up to me. I get to pick. I get to pick. Oh, so I mean I like okay. uh you know Day Drinker Josh was on the boards the other day and he he suggested I pull out the Mike Nugent jersey. You know, he was <laughs> drafted in the first round for the Jets a couple years ago.
1: I don't know, I'm what thinking about pulling ben, out thing. <laughs> I'm
3: thinking about bringing, you know, one of my uh Vinny Tessa Verde jerseys or you know, maybe a Boomer and jersey or something yeah. like that. You know, really, really stick it to him, good. But
1: or uh, or really shock him and make him proud and pull out a Sean Green jersey. Yeah,
3: that'd be that'd be um, that'd be too good for him. I don't know. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll have to, we'll have to play it by ear and see. But uh, I do have a comfortable lead. I'm I'm up 15 games, actually 16 games after tonight, after last night. So we'll see. It's fun. If you you can follow that action on the message boards over there in that contest. But, Mike, I'll tell you what, uh, I, as I mentioned at the start of the program, uh, well, the phone number for everybody that's listening, 347-324-5404. If you're new to the program, feel free to call in. Uh, give us your who do I start, uh, your lineup, your very tough lineup decisions. Mike and I will debate it. Matter of fact, we call the crew, we affectionately call the, um, the chat room here at Red vs. Blue, the crew. This is the, uh, the best minds in all of high-stakes fantasy football. They come in every Friday night, 11 o'clock Eastern, to come in and answer your questions. And help you and, and debate back and forth. Uh, who is the best start when, when you bring it out there? So throw it in the chat room. We'll try to we'll try to uh, pop it up and make sure we, we we mention it on the air. And we've and got they're very, a, uh, they're very
1: good, Scott. Everybody that uh, chimes in, uh, they bring in a lot of content and they help us out. Uh, they help you out, and uh, it makes for it makes for good content for uh, for us to make a good line of decisions.
3: Yeah, we've got Lance in the chat room. Uh, sports betting man, one of our favorite uh, favorite uh, regulars to Red versus Blue. We've got Walkie showing yeah, up. Skull Monkey, Shot Collar's John Roos. Uh, shot Collar says he's trying to win his WCFF main event championship this year. Uh, so here you go. You got a you've got a proven player right here that's in his league championship game. Had, had, had dropped down eighteen nineteen hundred dollars, Mike. That's what we did. Uh, drop down eighteen, $1, mm-hmm. nineteen hundred bucks. This is uh, the third league championship game we're in. Uh, we've won our yep. first. We won two. We're two and zero in league championship games. This is our third, but we've got a very tough team in front of us, Mike. Uh, the team that we are playing is uh, looks very, very good, and it's going to take everything we have to pull out a W. This team played in week twelve, or I played them in week eleven uh, last, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And he won by about eight points. He had Ricky Williams for 35. He had Wes Welker for 33. But this guy's team goes on and on all day. Thankfully, it doesn't have all day out. We took all day out I, last week. I was getting week.
1: ready to say, does he have all day long, too? <laughs>
3: yeah, no, we we took him out last week. All day is no longer in the picture, thank goodness. Uh, that was a battle all the way to the end, Mike. I was so fortunate to win that game. I was. We were going up. Uh, I was up like eight points. I had Pierre Thomas. He had Marquez Colson and uh, Steven Goskowski, And going into Monday night, I'm like, okay, loser of this. If, if I can win this game, guaranteed $1,500 uh, and, and moving on. Uh, if I lose, I'm in the third-place game for 500 bucks. Big, big difference here because, the, the, obviously, the top prize in this contest was $5,500 in this league. You win that, you move on for the big money, the $300,000. Uh,
1: How close was it, Scott?
3: Oh, man, i tell you what. Pierre thankfully got an early touchdown and it put us up in a nice little clip, put us up like 20 points. And we're like, okay, we just have to sustain here. Uh, we have we have to sustain. Actually, I was up a little bit more than that. I'm sorry, I was up a little bit more. I think we went up like 30 after that. And then Colson and Goskowski started storming back. Colson especially. Goskowski missed a 50 yarder right before halftime. I'm sure a lot of a lot of guys liked it when Goskowski missed. I'm sure a lot of guys were were you know they were back and forth. You know, half the rooms are happy about it, half the rooms are not. Uh yeah. um, but Gos Goskowski missed the field goal. Then Colston catches one and takes it all the way to the house to the one, gets tackled at the one. It was a saving tackle there. And then Colston does get another touchdown late in the game, very late, and I and, and I thought it was just a little bit too late for them to do anything. But Breeze was hitting his receivers in stride. I knew it was gonna be a very dangerous game the way he was throwing that ball. Uh but we did survive. We're moving on and and this week, um, Mike, the, the team them. that were the, the team that we're playing has uh, uh, just a loaded lineup, just like the other guy did uh, last week.
1: Well, Sto- so well many, Scott, so what, many I'd like, what I'd like to do, I, I'd like to break it down uh, real quick. Uh, you, uh, It's against uh, High Voltage, correct?
3: High Voltage is the team. Uh, it's going to be a very uh, very interesting game, uh, just like last week. But the, here, here's what happened to us. We had Warner, and Warner goes out with a concussion right before game time. We had to put in Matt Liner. There are only two quarterbacks on the roster. I figure why why put a third roster spot, you know, if Warner goes down, you throw a liner in. Right, um, right. But, man, this guy has a, a lineup for Bear, loaded for Bear. Matt Schaub against Jacksonville, great matchup for him. Ricky Williams has been just on a tear against the Patriots. I don't think Ricky will do all that, but he he's a lock for 15 points, right? MJD versus Houston. Wes Welker at Miami. Santonio San Holmes versus Oakland. Pierre Garcon versus Tennessee. Gates at Cleveland, uh, Folk, and the Broncos. On the other side of the ball is us, Mike. Uh, Kurt Warner or Matt Leiner, we don't know yet. We won't know probably until Sunday. Warner d- hasn't had a single headache all week. All week long he hasn't had a single headache, and that's the big scare here with these concussions. Are you having headaches? Any, t- any sign of a headache? No. He does have some sensitivity to light. Who doesn't have sensitivity to light, okay? I mean, come on. Get him in a game. Uh, two, gray-haired an quarterbacks, two gray-haired quarterbacks against each other. Warner and Favre, let's match them up. Let's let's see what happens. Um, if Liner's in there, it's going to be bad news. But I've got LaDainian Thompson at Cleveland. That's the only reason I drafted him. for those playoff matchups. Brandon Jacobs versus Dallas. Again, it's one of those that we're going to talk about here later. i got Pierre Thomas at Washington. Reggie Wayne versus Tennessee. Mason at Green Bay. I also have Deshaun Jackson on my team, Mike, another concussion guy. So I'm in the league championship with Warner and Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson's out with the concussion, so I have to replace him with Kenny Britt uh, from Tennessee at Indianapolis, Mike. Uh, We'll talk about that game here in a little bit, too. That's funny because you
1: you asked me a couple days ago, should I I start uh, Brandon Jacobs or uh, Kenny Britt? I'm sure that was in another league, and – you might have to start both of them in this one. <laughs> yeah, crazy. and the guys
3: in the chat room are saying they think Liner will get killed. Well, absolutely I do too, but the only problem is all we have is Warner and Liner. So that's all we've got. Uh, Winslow at Carolina. Connor Barth, I have a Tampa Bay kicker uh, at Carolina. My other kicker was Elam. I don't have any choice now. So so Barth does have a long leg, hoping for some uh, results there. And then uh, Chargers at Cleveland defense, uh, Chargers defense at Cleveland. So I think I've got a couple of good options here. It's a good. It's a good team. His team yeah. looks like it's it's loaded for about one fifty. My team looks like it's about loaded for one thirty five. Maybe if I'm lucky, uh, with the Warner news and Britt, uh, so I'm going to need something. I'm going to need something to happen.
1: Well, I'll tell Somebody's you, to make to, to to make it happen, Scott. Uh, we're we're going to need uh, for uh, Houston and Matt Shaw to do nothing. Uh, I you know that's a, that's the X factor right now because yeah. Uh, the rest, the rest of his team. I mean, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of uh, uh, targets, a lot of uh, stuff that that can happen for him. But uh, Matt Shaw has been scoring points left and right. But uh, you know, in order for me or in order for you to win, uh, he's got to have uh, Jacksonville to play a huge defensive game, which I can see that happening, Scott. I mean, I can really see that happening, and uh, you know, I can see MJB just. Tearing the game for uh, Jacksonville and uh, shutting Houston down and the defense shutting Houston down.
3: Well, we hope so. It, it's not uh, it's definitely not a sure thing by any means. we got a couple of lineup questions already in the chat room, and we'll get right to the action here. Uh, Walkie has Witten at the Giants or Shanko at Arizona. Obviously <laughs> Witten uh, didn't disappoint you you know last week uh, with a decent game, but Shanko's a little banged up. I know he's been on the injury report. And they're a little worried about Shanko. I'd be a little iffy on that. I'd be really watching that injury report. Assuming he plays, uh, obviously he's uh, got a gunslinger uh, thrown to him in I'm a very not, high uh, high scoring offense. But he's limited to a rib not, injury. I-,
1: I am not iffy at all on that decision uh, because I remember a couple weeks ago I asked you, uh, should I start or Shanko? and you were like, oh, that's no brainer.
3: Oh yeah,
2: that is so
1: yeah. Good. And bingo. Shanko scores a touchdown, Witten doesn't. Uh, let's face it, Witten is, I mean, he's not a, a profile part of the uh, offense as far as Dallas goes. Uh, if you have Shanko and Witten, which I do, I start Shanko every week. I've started doing it uh, two weeks ago, and I've kept on doing it. He, he gets a touchdown every week. When's the last time uh, Jason Witten scored a touchdown? Pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's been a
3: while. Seven for 107 is a good day. You know, he, he maybe he is back. This is the type of game I like and we'll we'll talk. We've also got some um questions from Tupacker we're gonna take as well. Uh but in this game it is a four fifteen game. I like those four fifteen games that someone brought up uh for the New York Giants. Uh the more you know, the the T V, uh the media's there, uh the whole city's gonna be watching. It's a it's a do or die game for the Giants. And, you know, Dallas versus Giants, very big rivalry there. I think you'll see the stars come out. Uh, Witten, again, 5 for 107 last week. That's the kind of Witten we expect to see. And with Roy not really being involved, you, you know, the only guys that are getting thrown the ball are Austin and Witten. So very hard to, to bench. Obviously, watch the injury situation with Shanko. Uh, but, you know, Favre's got all kinds of targets to throw. He's got Chester. Well, he's got yeah, he, He's got all three yeah. wide receivers healthy right now.
1: Well, he does got, but, 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 the, but, but the one thing about it is when when they go when they go into the red zone, you know, especially inside the ten, it's Witten. or not Witten, but uh, it's Shanko right across the middle and they're gonna matter of fact, last week I believe they threw it to him and it got it got held back uh for a offensive holding and then they did it again so it right back to
3: him, yeah. Yeah, he finished yep. with a good so, day, 5-for-51 in a touchdown. He's no joke. But you know what? These yep. games, this fantasy game's funny. You, you know, you, you see a, a guy that still has it in Witten. You would be sick to your stomach if you didn't start Witten uh, and he did go off. He, who would you be more upset about, you know, that afterwards? It's no, be, no but, well, I'll tell
1: you what. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that upset about it because uh, he hasn't done anything. So it's, it's, it's what you got to go. It's a trend you, you got to go with the trend right now, and the trend right now is shanko in my opinion.
3: Well, we've got, uh, we're have got. we going to write these uh, questions down. So, uh, you know, Walkie, I, I'm going to say Witten uh, because I kind of like to bounce back. I don't like to go with the guys that are really hot. I think I think a lot of times that's a mistake because they are due for a down game, especially when I have a guy like Witten that is an integral part of the offense. I, I think I'd play it safe, and, I, and I'd put Witten in there, and I would just feel awful if I lose the game. And and somehow I'd talk myself into it. Listen, it happens to all of us, man. I'm sitting here thinking about, I've got a decision to make last night, Dustin Keller. I'm like, do I put Dustin Keller in over Jacobs? I'm so sick of rooting for Jacobs. The logical thing says, no way, don't do that, don't do it. But your mind starts working, and and you start looking at all these stats, and you can get stat hungry. Well, be careful. Just relax, take a deep breath. Who are your studs? Don't bet your studs. Witten's still a stud. He's had a couple of games. They haven't been clicking right. You know, something in that offense has been wrong. Running game's back now. You've got all kinds of options in that running game. Who knows who's going to run the ball on that team. But you know who's going to get passed to. It's going to be Witten and Austin. That's pretty much it. Those, those are the guys well, that are going to hit the ball. So.
1: Well, Scott, no matter what the know, game situation in, is. in a way, I mean, me being a Dallas fan, I, would, uh, I, I agree with you to a point. But Jason Witten has not been a targeted guy throughout the entire year. Uh, if you pull up uh, and check out his targets, I guarantee you he has not been a targeted guy. Yeah.
3: So. Well, you know, I, I have the targets right here from last week. And I'll tell you, you know, obviously it's the Miles Austin's team with 11 targets. But Jason Witten last week had eight targets. That's a nice number. Here's another thing, yeah, though, dude. Mike. In Minnesota, in Minnesota, Percy Harvin, eight targets. Bernard Berrien, nine targets. Shenko nine targets. Sidney Rice, ten targets. There are four guys getting an insane amount of targets on that team already. So, you know, when they're clicking, they are very hard to beat. They're spreading it around 400 yards. I don't know if you expect another 400-type yard day out of Far. Maybe you do. It's Arizona. Great matchup. Uh, I just I just think that with the injury to Shanko, I don't know how bad it is, uh, especially if Leinart's in there. They may not need to throw. Uh, I think I play it safe. It's going to be a grudge match in Dallas, uh, in New York with Dallas. And, yeah, I, and no, I think both yeah. teams have to win. I agree. I th- i'm I'm leaning towards Whitten and sorry to harp on it for so long. I want to make sure that Walkie gets uh, all he can with that decision. Let's move well, on.
1: Uh, I, th- I, th- I th- tell you what, Scott, I, I hope you, uh, I hope you're successful with that uh, move, but I will still go with Chianco.
3: Here we go. Tupac has in the chat room, uh, welcome uh, Tupac to the chat room, Jacobs, Avant or Kevin Walter, Mike Jacobs against uh, wow. Dallas. We've been talking about that. Philadelphia uh, is playing Atlanta, who is 20th against the pass. Avant has had some big games here. Big, bigger Deshaun part of this offense than out. any of us expected. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson's out. He went 5 for 94 last week. And then you got Kevin Walter against Jacksonville, who's been a little unpredictable every week, but he is getting better. 7 for 73. I tell you what, I don't even consider Jacobs in this. I'm looking at Avant or Walter. What about you, Mike?
1: No kidding, no kidding. I, you know what? I, I'll consider Jacobs because – it's like what we talked earlier this week, uh, it's the amount of touches. I think Jacobs gets more touches, and uh, Jacobs has always been pretty successful against Dallas. I will take Jacobs in that, uh, in that threesome.
3: Wow, wow. Well, you know, the run, you, 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 you hit it on the head. You, you go with the touches. But I'll tell you what, Jacobs scares me. I've been rooting for him all year. Last week he had a game where I'm sitting here watching this game. He's getting all the touches with Ware and Bradshaw out. Bradshaw's hobbling this week. We don't know where is out. Bradshaw's hobbling. He did limited practice today. We'll see how much he – you know, he's going to get – Jacobs is going to get the majority of the carries. But, look, Jacobs had like 14 touches last week, and, you know, he went for 27 yards rushing. I mean, if it wasn't for these three little dump passes that he got, he'd have had a two-point day. I mean, as the leading running back, this guy is running – into an offensive line. It looks like they're playing, like Alex said last week, with no heart. I don't know what the yeah. problem is with that offensive line, but they better get their stuff together. This is the game you might see the well, Giants do something. If they don't do it now, it's over.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, Scott. Uh, this is the week for them. Uh, this is, uh, you know, step up or go home, pretty much. And, uh, you know, New York – and I think Tom Coughlin, uh, he's preached that to the team uh, that, you know, we got to get this thing done. Uh, but then again, uh, you know, I don't know. I well but I would st- I would still take uh Brandon Jacobs in that uh, one of the one sequence. of the guests
3: in the chat room, one of the, somebody in the crew is talking about Avant. Uh the last time Deshaun was out Avant caught two balls for fourteen yards. That's week three. This is week thirteen. I don't know what to say. It's been a lot it's a lot different Avant than we've you know, he's involved in this offense. Maybe he's learning it, but you can definitely see that that uh Donovan McNabb is warming up to this guy and, and allowing him to be part of this offense. He catches pretty much everything that's thrown his way. Um, you know, he gets he, he catches what he's what's, what he's thrown to him. Uh and I don't know. I, I I'm leaning towards Avant in this situation. Uh Atlanta's twentieth against the pass. Let's take a look, Mike, though, at Walter real quick, because Jacksonville, we know how dinged up they are in the secondary. I want to take one deeper look before we give up on this. I'm gonna tell you how um how Houston or how Jacksonville is against number two wide receivers, so this is uh, this is some real in-depth information here, but how they are against number two wide receivers, Jacksonville is 29th in the league overall against number two wide receivers. Um, that is a uh, huge advantage for, huge advantage for Kevin Walter and, and the yeah. bottom line is this the bottom line is this with Walter. You're not going to run if you're Houston. You've got Chris Brown, really. I mean, you're not going to put up 30 carries in this game. You know, you might put up 15 carries. But with Steve Slayton already ruled out, it's going to be a Matt Schaub type of day. I'm sorry to say that. That's who I'm playing, Mike, in the World Championship. No, oh, no. Playing don't do uh, I, So I'm going to try to be as unbiased as possible here. I'm going to say Kevin Walter. Yep, well, what I'm saying, you
1: know, I, I, I don't. And you're not playing Matt Schaub or what?
3: I'm playing against Matt Schaub, yeah. Yeah.
1: Ooh.
3: Yeah. All right, we've got another Ooh, one in the chat room. Two Packer, I hope that helps you. I hope it just doesn't confuse you. Skull Monkeys has a couple. Uh, we'll try to st- we'll try to help him with at least one of these. Meacham, Bolden, or Jonathan Stewart, obviously, if he's starting. And it looks like to me, Jonathan Stewart uh, is going to be starting. D'Angelo Williams is not doing well. He did not practice all week. Mike, this is huge fantasy implications here. If you have yep. D'Angelo and, and you don't have Stewart, you're in big, big trouble. I don't see D'Angelo playing this week. I'm, I'm calling right now. I don't think he plays. There's no reason to risk this kid. He hasn't played all week, and you've got more starting uh, for Jake DeLome, who's out with this broken finger. Uh, <laughs> I don't think... So, I think so Carolina's you're thinking, in a are saying it's going to be a new shape. scheme
1: with a, with a new, uh, new quarterback, uh, a pretty much new running back, let's face it, Jonathan Stewart. He's really not new, but
3: uh,
2: yeah. you know,
1: maybe put the new uh, the new scheme into things and uh, see what yeah. happens.
3: yep. You're right, man. Jonathan Stewart, twenty fifth. Uh, Tampa's twenty fifth against the run. I just don't think it's going to be an effective offense because they're going to be li- they're going to be able to line up eight, nine, you know, eight in the box you know, on this team for right. sure, and 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 make more beat them. Uh, I don't think Carolina wins this game, Mike. I think Tampa Bay is playing better. Josh Freeman looked great last week, 20 for 29, two fifty two against Atlanta. They've got a they've got a running game that's just kind of consistent, kind of plods along. And then Winslow is, is really their weapon, 7 for 81 last week. That's who we're rooting for. We're rooting for Winslow this week. Yes, but uh, D-Will, yes, D-Will man, didn't I look right that, last me. week. D-Will didn't look right, right last week against the Jets, 16 for 40. I think D-Will's out. I think Stewart plays. At that point, you've got Meacham or Bolden both of whom, you know, have questions. If Warner plays, Bolden's very hard to sit, but you, but you never know when Warner takes that hit and then it's liner. So you've got to look past Bolden and then meet Mike, what do you think about Robert Meacham?
1: Hey, Meacham, uh, you know, he steps up, uh, for New Orleans all the time, but the thing about New Orleans is you just don't know which guy it's going to be. Uh, you know, we got to keep, keep the eye on the, uh, injury report. Uh, if, uh, if Reggie Bush is out, then that's a good thing for Meacham uh, because, in my opinion, that those away the, uh, you know, the backfield, you know, coming out back and uh, there's a, there's a lot of things there, but uh, I, I think uh, Meacham can be uh, very valuable as a uh, flex three.
3: It's, uh, I, I don't know, I, I'm not uh, too sold on either one of those being a better starter than Jonathan Stewart at this point. New Orleans versus Washington, one, if there's one thing that Washington does pretty well, it's, it's line up against uh, you know, the quarterbacks and go at it. They're fifth in the league against quarterbacks, eighth in the league against wide receivers, and um, I, I won't go any deeper than that. Um, you know, they do allow some points to wide receivers, don't get me wrong, uh, this, but this team does have one one aspect of what you could call strength. If it were me, I'm watching that, that decision by um, by Carolina on what they do with D'Angelo Williams. That's a 1 o'clock game. You'll know that right off the bat. And then, yeah. you know, New Orleans is a one o'clock, uh, 1 o'clock game. And then Arizona, I don't think you consider it, even though it, it's just too many questions with Kurt Warner. So I think you're solidly looking at Meacham. Um, you're solidly looking at Meacham or you're looking at um, – Stewart, and, and you just watch that D'Angelo situation, and, and I, think you, I think you throw Stewart in there because he's going to be an integral part of the offense. Meets him, on the other hand, while he's been hot, it's not necessary that he's involved for them to win. So there you go. Yeah. Um, i got to go with that. Let's keep it rolling here, Mike. Uh, Fantasy Factor, John Zaleski, welcome to the program, good friend of the program. Uh, check out his contest, fantasyfactor.com. Favre or Brady, Mike? Favre or Brady would ever believe that in 2009 you'd be asking the question, <laughs> Favre or
1: Brady? Wow. Uh well I gotta go with the hot one. I gotta go with Brett Favre. Uh the reason I go with Brett Favre is uh, with Minnesota they they play so good and uh they rely on the run so much and then once A P does what he does then uh you know Brett Favre he's able to go he, he's able to go Go away and do the pass. Uh, Brady um, at Miami. Ooh, that's a Sunday night game at Miami. Um,
3: Dolphins are 27th in the league against quarterbacks, so I don't think you're worried about that. This is a revenge game for Tom Brady after last week, Mike. I don't know how you could consider benching Tom Brady after what we saw. You know what he's going to
1: do. He's going to throw it left.
3: He's going to throw it right. He's going to throw it all around the field.
1: I'm looking at it right now, but Arizona gives it up too.
3: Arizona, Arizona, absolutely gives it up. Uh, they give it up at
1: home too, and that's where they're playing at. So uh, that's yeah. a toss-up. I would almost go. I still, I, I, I still would go Brett Favre in that in that situation.
3: You would bench Tom. You would leave Tom Brady on your bench on a league championship game. Yes, I would. Oh my God. <laughs> I wish we had these tapes, man. Come on.
1: Look, you can't you
3: can't you can't stop uh Tom Brady. Hey, if you it I know you put me on record a couple times last week. I don't know if you have those notes. I went <clears throat> 14 and 2 last week, so you know, maybe we should well, pull out I'm, some of these recordings.
1: Put, put me on tape. I will I will take Brett Favre versus uh, Tom Brady right now.
3: Yeah. It's a great matchup at Arizona. Uh I think I think on Arizona, you can definitely uh you, you can obviously throw on them. It doesn't matter, though, what the matchup is with Tom, when you're talking Tom Brady. There's only a few teams in the league that I would be afraid to, to throw against, and, and they're not um, – to be honest with you, I don't know. I'm sorry. There's not a single team in the league I'd be afraid of if, I, if I'm Tom Brady. I'm putting Tom Brady in my lineup and crossing my fingers he gets me two or three. Look, the problem is this. With, with Minnesota's uh, – with Brett Favre, Adrian Peterson can run the show, can run the show. doesn't say he will – he can run the show as far as yeah. it goes. With, the, with When when it comes time for touchdowns, if you're getting two or three touchdowns, he can get them all. Chester or hit he can get them all. New England, the touchdowns, yeah, Maroney's been playing Lawrence better. But Maroney. for the most part, for the most part. Course, it's now, going to be hold on, Scott. Now, now
1: Lawrence Maroney, Marone, he, he stepped up quite a bit. Uh, they're showing a lot in the running game because they have to. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's kind of tip for tat. Uh, i still go with uh, – I still go with Brett Favre.
3: Well, the Saints aren't exactly stellar on defense against the run. They're they're 23rd to, to points given up uh, versus running backs. So I think New England saw that and they said, you know what, that's what we're going to do. And Maroney looked good. You, you he played hard, he hit hard, and you know if you were on that defensive team, you were you were not happy after you got hit. Um, I just I just think that um, with with Brady, you, you you don't leave him in a situation where he's on your bench in your championship game. So you you got to – I, I got to go Brady if, if <laughs> – Monkey's saying it. Go with your feelings. If you have guts to bench Brady, uh, you know, go ahead and do <laughs> your guts. Not me. Uh, John Roos has Grant, Berrien, or Sidney Rice, Mike. Grant, Berrien, and Grant, just for the record, Mike, he's dinged up. He's not feeling well. Qu- limited all week with a shoulder injury. I'm sure he'll play by the time it comes to being the Monday night uh, in this game. But uh, Baltimore is not a team I'd like to see. <laughs> Uh, if I'm Ryan Grant and I'm not feeling well, um, they are they are what is it? Uh, ninth in the league overall to running backs given up. And then you've got Berrien and Sydney Rice who, you know, I don't know how you've been Sydney Rice in any situation right now.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. I was just getting ready to say, uh I would go uh, either Grant or Sydney Rice. Uh if I'm going if I'm gonna go Brett Barr versus Tom Brady, just like we just talked about, I have to go Sidney Rice versus Barry and, and, you know, I've got, I, Sidney Rice has got to be my guy.
3: Yeah, Sidney Rice has been on fire. Last week, I was playing against Sidney Rice and I'm praying, you know, that he does not go off. And, and thankfully, he didn't. He had a good day, but it could have been a whole lot worse. Uh, Percy Harvin went off six for one on one and a touchdown. Rice, six for 89. Barry and six for 74. Shanko's getting it. Chester's getting it. Everybody's involved. Farb just had one of those magical days last week. And, you know, anytime you're playing the Bears, you know, that's what you get. Um, yep. I, I think I just put Sidney Rice in there, and I don't worry about it. He's the guy that has yep. um, done everything you needed to get here to this to this point. And uh, Sidney Parv Rice loves is the guy.
1: Him. Brett Favre loves him. Oh, and, uh, he loves He's him. become, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's become one of his favorite targets. And if you're a fantasy owner with Sidney Rice, you got to love the situation right now. And if you're a dynasty owner, and if you have this kid for years and years, hold on to him.
3: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a little leery about that. I'm not. I don't want to talk a lot about dynasty advice with uh, the league championships here. But I was offered Sidney Rice in a league that I'm hurting wide receivers, uh, and I have Dallas Clark, and he wanted Dallas Clark straight up, and I'm like, you know, I want to get a young receiver for Dallas because this is, you know, he's only going to have a couple years left, maybe two, right? He's getting up there in age. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, that would be a perfect opportunity. But I don't know what Sidney Rice is going to be after Favre's gone. I don't know. Who's going to be throwing in the ball? Does he look this good without Favre? I don't know. I'm just a little leery of of what that dynasty value is. But neither here nor there, we're in league championship mode. We're trying to get these guys to win their league championship game, to win the 5,500 in the world championship, to win the the top prize in in the fantasy football players championship. If you've made it, uh, we've been here with you all season long. We haven't missed a show. We've been with you helping you make these decisions. Let's keep it rolling, Mike. Uh, Let's take a look at some of these matchups, Mike. We've got Detroit versus Cincinnati. If If you're sitting on any Cincinnati players, Cedric Benson's back in the lineup this week. But Larry Johnson last week, 22 carries for 107 yards. What do you do with Cedric Benson if he's in your lineup? Bernie Scott last week was in there. He's out, 18 for 87. You've got a great matchup in Detroit, the 30th against the run, Mike. What do you do with Cedric Benson?
1: You play him. You play him quick, and you play him hard. Um, I mean, that's that's the way I look at it. They've uh, they've been able to fill in with Bernard Scott. Uh, they filled in with Larry Johnson, uh, but C- Cedric Benson is a guy, and uh, the Cincinnati offense, uh, Carson Palmer. He's already understood that this is the way it's going to be, and uh, you know, l- let's just get. Uh, five, six yards in a cloud of dust and uh, keep the defense off the field as much as we can, because but their defense is very good. But, you know, I, just, you I, just find, it as an,
3: I find it as an intriguing game. I'm seeing a lot of Cincinnati defensive plays this week. Um, and, you know, obviously you're playing Detroit. I can understand that. Stafford's a turnover machine, right? But um, I'm looking at this Detroit game. Uh, Detroit gives up 40 fantasy points a game to wide receivers in these formats with one point per reception, 40 points to wide receivers. So let's say, you know, is 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 Ocho Cinco going to do it? You know, he's uh, they're 16th in the league against number ones. They're 31st in the league to number twos. So to be honest with you, if you're playing Detroit, you don't look for the number one as much as you look for the number two. They're 31st in the league against number three. They're 28th in the league against tight ends. And they're 29th in the league against opposing running backs in reception. So – they're very, very bad on all sets of the ball, but not really to Ocho Cinco. So, Mike, maybe Lavernius Coles is a sneaky play. Do you know that Lavernius Coles last week had nine targets in that game? Did you see Cincinnati? Palmer well, only had thirteen receptions or thirteen completions, twenty-four uh, uh, attempts, one hundred and ten yards. He had nine attempts to Lavernius Coles.
1: I'm sure that uh, you know Lavernius Coles. Uh, you know Ocho Cinco. I mean, all of those guys could be big playmakers, but uh, Cincinnati, they're going to stand pat to what they're doing. They're going to run the ball. They're going to continue to run the ball, and uh, I don't see any difference. You might find a play here or there, uh, and it's uh, catching lightning in a bottle, so to speak. Uh, But I don't don't really see anything happening, Scott, to change what they're doing. I love the matchup.
3: I love the matchup with, uh, and everybody throws the ball on the Lions. It doesn't matter who you are or how good your run game is. You get, you score 40 points a game against the Lions. It's almost like you're playing the Titans, uh, you know, and and I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm considering this Lavernius Coles and Kenny Britt situation. I've got Kenny Britt against Indianapolis, but Indianapolis is a lot tougher against the pass, you know, than the Lions are. The Indianapolis, uh actually they're 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 dropping down on the list on the receivers actually now that they look at their eighth against the quarterbacks, but they're allowing the twenty sixth most points to wide receivers, so that's kinda nice to see. Kenny Britt looks like he's the play there, so uh, you know, I don't know. Kenny Britt, is he one of these guys that can get hot? Seven for eighty seven for one, uh let's see. Kenny Britt, seven for one twenty eight and a touchdown last week. Versus Arizona, Mike, but that's Arizona. We know Arizona yeah. doesn't do this well. <laughs> you know they they don't stop anybody. But you know what? I, I'm I'm almost thinking that Kenny Britt's one of these players that just might get hot and save me. <laughs> I'm missing out on Deshaun this week. I'm 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 praying for a, another Kenny Britt big game performance. We'll, we'll see if that I happens. I tell you what,
1: you may not need to pray for it, Scott, because who's the hottest team in the NFL other than the Colts?
2: And Minnesota
1: Saints. and New Orleans. Who's who's yeah. who's the fourth hottest team in the NFL?
3: Not the Jets.
1: Well, we know that. Not,
3: not the Steelers.
1: Oh, uh, we know that.
3: I, I guess it was other than the Titans, that, what up? <laughs> I guess it's just it the Titans.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They run that little bit of option every once in a while. Vince Young, he's showing me some things, and then he'll set back and say, okay. We don't want no options, so let's throw the ball. And uh, Kenny Britt, he's he's shown up. uh, So, I don't know. Tennessee shows me a lot.
3: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Gage was questionable this week with the back. He's limited Wednesday and Thursday, but he did fully practice today. Uh, It's uh, it's a great story in the NFL to see Vince Young 27 for 43, 387 in a touchdown versus Arizona last week. Then you've got the other great story in Chris Johnson getting ready to break all kinds of records in the NFL. 18 for 154 and a touchdown. Um, man, there's a lot of things going on with Tennessee. If they could, you know, possibly get it going this week, but it's in Indianapolis. They're going to have to put up their very best game. And uh, you know, I'm just hoping for a, a good fourth quarter, maybe from Kenny Britt to uh, to get some yards playing catch well, up. Because I don't think they're going to. I don't know what the spread in this game is, but I'm assuming that the Colts will be ahead in the fourth quarter.
1: Well, I, I can pull the spread up real quick, but uh, I, I'm sure I could uh, rattle off my mind right now. But it'd be like it'd be a lot like uh, like they're playing Houston, the Houston, Texas. I mean, Indianapolis and Houston. It's always a tough game. It's the same way with Tennessee. It's going to be a tough game. You, you can throw the spread out the book. I would say uh, uh, Houston would or uh, Indianapolis would be probably. Four or five point favorite, and it's going to be a tough game.
3: Three four seven three two four five four zero four. The guys in the chat room, the, the crew, as we call them, are are comprised of the best high stakes fantasy minds in the business. They're here. Many of them are in league championship games this week. Many of them are leading the way or at the top of the leaderboards. Russ uh, has a decision to, to make here. We're going to get to that one in a second. I want to finish up with Skull Monkeys. Henderson or Sproles, Mike Devery Henderson. Or Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles last week, just to give you a quick recap, uh, did contribute uh, with five catches for 66 yards. This is a game that I could see him contributing again. It's Cleveland. The interesting thing about San Diego is LT, uh, 13 carries, 39 yards, and two touchdowns. Say this, hoorah! Uh, and he missed out on a touchdown near the end of that game. They put in Sproles. They put in Hester, and I think um, even Tolbert got some carries. They got all the way down to the one-yard line, and they gave, the, they, or they gave the ball to Sproles, I think, for the first two times. And they're like, what are you doing? And so then they put in LT to a roaring ovation to the, where the crowd was like, yeah, get him in there. Let him get his third touchdown. Mm-hmm. He runs. He walks basically right into the end zone, Mike, from the one. Walks right into the end zone, wow. and it looks like a touchdown. And they knocked the ball out, and they called a fumble. And I'm like, oh, that cost me six points right there. But uh, it's interesting. He had 13 carries. But twenty-one other carries were in that on the that San Diego side of the ball from seven other guys. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I've never seen eight well, guys run the ball for one team. They're,
1: they're gonna they're gonna throw LT. They're gonna throw Darren Sproles at you. And uh, the one thing about this, if you're a Vincent Jackson owner, be very wary. I know he's yeah. the number one guy, but be Ooh, very boy, we avoided wary because. That. Th- he may not get much at all in this game.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he he did it and last week. The same thing happened. It was a Gates show. If it goes to Gates, if you're leaving Gates open, Rivers is going to look to him first. I think we've seen that. If Gates is That's, open, he's throwing to him. Seven for 118 and two. Uh, I don't think anybody can stop V-Jacks on that team last week either. He was two for 27. Big, big difference. If Gates is open, he's going to get the ball. Let's just hope that it's Vincent Jackson's turn this week because I'm playing Gates in the World Championship. Um, Henderson or Sproles here, Henderson is the guy I think you look at, uh, well, three for 116 in a touchdown. He can get loose for a long one, and especially against Washington. Let's take a look at how they do. I don't know. Do you, you know, they play in so many different types of formations there. Uh, I don't know if you call him the number two or the number three there, but um, if he's if he lines up in the number three, Washington is 29th in the league against number three wide receivers. They just do not cover that part of the game very well, the slot, the, the middle. Uh, they're covering the, the, the two main corners, uh, are, are are handling business from the ones and the twos, but the the number three seems to get open. And, and if, if you like Devery in that game, you know, he can get you a long one and get you 12, 13 points in one play. Sproles, uh, I guess a, a similar type player in that regard, but I don't think he's going to get near the touches uh, in this game. Uh, I think Washington's a sneaky little team. Mike, have you been watching how Washington has been yep. keeping in these games without Clinton Porris and without, you know, a, I don't know what's going on here, but Washington is sort of like a surprise, surprise team for New Orleans who yeah, might they, be they in been, for a game.
1: They've been without Clinton Portis. They've been without Chris Cooley. Uh, but th- th- for whatever reason, they stay around. Uh, they use the backups, uh, Rock Cartwright. I mean, he's do- doing okay. and But uh, Santana Moss, I think Santana Moss has been a leader on that team and telling. Uh, Tell the quarterback, "Hey, I'm your guy." So every once in a while, even in the red zone, a little eight-yard pass uh, that make it happen. So uh, you know, even without the even without the guys like Portis and uh, and and Cooley, uh, they still find a way to get it done.
3: Yeah, and we've got King of Queens in the chat room too, uh, our very own Glenn Schroeder, one of our uh, good friends in the program. And he is also in his league championship, one of the best players in the business. He's up against a very good Tom Brady, Randy Moss-led team. You hate to play against Tom Brady and Randy Moss in the playoffs. The team he's playing, Cedric Benson, Rashard Mendenhall, LaShawn McCoy, Randy Moss, Devin Hester, Steve Smith, the Giants, Dallas Clark, the tight end. Oh, my God. Uh, Glenn has his work cut out for him. But let's take a look at Glenn's team. Carson Palmer, Marion Barber, Ray Rice, Derek Mason, Reggie Wayne, Larry Fitzgerald, Sidney Rice, Desanti Shanko. It's no joke uh, for his own team, but uh, he doesn't well, have to no, questions no, there with no Marion Barber. no joke about
1: that team at all. But uh, right, you know, it's Marion Barber owners all year long have to be scratching their heads. Oh. I mean, l- l- I mean, let's face it, Marion Barber owners—they have to be so frustrated to find that uh, this guy really hasn't gotten it done because, I mean, he's, it's not that he's a bad back, but they throw in different different schemes with uh, Deshaud Choice and uh, other players, and, you know, Marion Barber hasn't had a chance to showca- showcase his talents.
3: It's, a, it's just a real mess there right now. They don't know really what they want to do and what direction they want to go. I don't think ownership really knows. You've got Felix, Choice, and Marion Barber, who can all kind of get the go, get the job done, and they're just kind of rotating in and out, keeping them fresh, and uh, it's just really a mess for fantasy owners, and it just sucks to be in that situation with Marion Barber. Yeah, I've got him in NFC. It,
1: it really does, Scott, and and plus, if you're a uh, Roy Williams owner, I mean, I would not want to be a. Ro- how many touchdowns does Roy Williams have this year? I mean, that's how bad it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if you're a fantasy owner of a Dallas Cowboy player, uh, you're in a bad situation. I'm sorry, yeah. but you're in a bad I go, situation.
3: Uh, and, and just just to, to finish this up, Skull I go Devry Henderson in that in that matchup against Sproles. Then we've got uh, Russ has Sproles or Reggie Bush. Obviously, Reggie Bush is is somebody you cannot play at this point right now. I, you know, until we see him get on the no. you know the the field and go and get through an entire practice. I think what we saw. Uh, with the injury news on Reggie Bush is he was questionable and he was limited in practice all week. It's interesting because New Orleans is kind of playing it safe with all their guys. Bell, Mike Bell with the knee and neck injury, he's probable. Pierre with the wrist injury, he's probable. And Shockey with the elbow, he's probable. But they were all limited participants in practice all week long. Uh, it's just uh, I think they're just playing it safe with all these guys. And I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't think Reggie's one of these guys you could trust right now. If you're in a situation – I don't know. You just have to watch it very, very closely. And, and, and I don't think you're going to see Reggie this week. He may not be playing for the rest of the year. It just, it just all depends. I don't think they bring him back this game. I think they go ahead well, and let Pierre and Mike Bell run the show.
1: Well, that's what I was getting ready to say, Scott. They, they've got too much at stake. Uh, they've got an undefeated record, and they're doing well with what they've got. They've got a ton of options when it comes to the wideouts. Uh, Mike Bell, Pierre Thomas, uh, they show up every week and do the job. Uh, Mike Bell has been a pleasant surprise for uh, New Orleans, so there's no there's no sense in risking anything. Uh, if anything, uh, save Reggie Bush for the uh, playoff run and the uh, going to the Super Bowl.
3: Let's look at a, a couple of other injuries. Again, Matt Ryan's out with a toe. That's making things a mess in Atlanta for these guys. Jenkins is, is questionable. He didn't practice all week with the ankle. I hope you're not counting on him. Michael Turner, re-injury, but he injures his ankle this time. He didn't practice all week. NFL.com is reporting he is likely to sit out. So that means Jason Snelling comes back, gets the start, and becomes an automatic force in this game for a team. I mean, they're the 13th best run defense the Eagles are. Is, but- is,
1: Snelling, is Snelling that hot that commodity, or what about Jerry Snowwood?
3: Well, Norwood will be a limited participant in that as well. He he will get some carries, but Snelling already proved that he's the plotter. He's the guy that can can push the pile, and he falls forward just about every time. Roddy White, though, is questionable again with this knee. He was limited all week again, and he was limited last week as well with that same knee. And he seemed to be the the, the only thing that Chris Redman, former Louisville quarterback, I like. Yep. I like Redman. He he really can throw the ball uh, and, and handle the game. He showed
1: up. He showed up very nicely in that game. You know, there yep. was a uh, in my in my survivor pool. Uh, we started out with fifty four, and we had nine going into last week. And holy cow! Six took six. Took Atlanta, and I wow. got text messages left and right Sunday going, "Oh my gosh, Redmond's in! Oh my gosh, yep. Redmond's <laughs> in! Oh my god!" And
3: they
1: pulled it out. But and
3: they, they pulled it, pulled out. it
1: out. So. You, don't you know, what I mean, it's
3: interesting how these games work out. Sometimes I have the Elam, I had the the Atlantic kicker, and my opponent had Roddy White. And what happened in this game? It's amazing how these things work together. But it, my kicker misses the field goal. That miss, that missed four, five, four points there. It was like a four-point field goal. That miss causes Tampa to go uh, score, and then that means they're in a touchdown situation where a field goal doesn't help them. So it takes my kicker out of the game basically. Right. And then instead of, <laughs> when they got down there, Elam would have kicked another field goal to win. Instead, um, it it becomes a Roddy White touchdown, who I'm playing on fourth and, you know, fourth and goal. So wow. it's like a, um, I think I figured it out. It was like a 18-point swing when it was all said and done because <laughs> of that one missed field goal. It's amazing how that stuff can work out. Yep. Mike, there's another big story. i got to get to it. We only have nine minutes go to go to on the program. Justin for Forsett. Justin Forsett. Pulled out of practice today with an injury with a quad. Now, here I'm just going to quote you the story because I don't want to get this wrong. This is a very important story to watch, and it's not easy to find this information. Uh, it'll be out tomorrow, and it probably is out tonight. But the Seahawks running back didn't finish practice and will be listed on the team's injury report as questionable today with a strained quad. Uh, Jim Morris says, I think he'll be okay, quote, but I can't tell you for sure yet. Forsett said he stopped practicing so as to not further get hurt. Quote, it's just a little tweak. I don't see it keeping me out. He said he got hurt running the ball. Uh, he said, when I felt it, it was like, man, I should probably tell somebody about this because I don't want to further injure myself. Forsett said, adding that if it happened in a game, he'd have tried to just play through the pain. But, again, some of you guys got to this league championship game because of Justin Forsett. I mean, it's just bottom line, that's he, he was a major force in getting you here. Julius Jones is back this week. It's a very dicey situation. If you're counting on Justin Forsett, that is, you got to be that very is careful. Because, uh,
1: well, absolutely, Scott, because uh, San Francisco, that's one of the highest-scoring uh, defenses uh, that you got yeah. going. So uh, you really need to be careful about that situation. Uh, yep. Make and it's sure a 4 o'clock it's game.
3: You can't, you, it's a 4 o'clock game. You can't gamble. You can't gamble. You're going to yeah. have to play it safe at the 1 o'clock games because in, in, until you hear something – it's the four o'clock game,
1: so yeah, it's going to be very, have, very unfortunate. If you have no backup uh, going with the uh, Minnesota, Arizona, Dallas, uh, Giants, New England, Miami, yeah. or on the Monday night game, you you have no you have nothing to back up on. So, uh, you know that, that that's pretty that's uh, pretty difficult situation, especially when you're going against San Francisco, which plays good defense.
3: Ko kid in the chat room number five versus the run. San Francisco is experiment. You are on the line. We've got just a, a, a real quick t- uh, time for a question. What you got? No, nope, he's gone. He couldn't. He he wanted to just hang out and join us, and then he came on. These uh, these internet guys, they come on and and, and want to listen to the That's show for playing. some reason. They yeah, he was you know, th- yeah. There you go. Uh, Hightower questionable with his thumb. He's limited in practice. Should be able to play. And then, heaven forbid, if you have Neil Racker's uh, groin injury, limited, questionable there. Be careful. Just just bringing you the news. Um, just want to bring it to you. Well, Julius, again, like I said, he's probable with the chest, full practice all week. We've got
1: Tim Hightower. Uh, he, they, they call him touchdown Tim Hightower for a reason. Um, Chris Wells, I mean, he's obviously going to have that job, but there's a reason that Tim Hightower, he, I mean, he, he, he is the end zone every week so i mean if you have tim hightower in my opinion you have to start him because he gets a touchdown every week
3: okay the other big news is stephen jackson if you're counting on Steven jackson be very very careful um this is a situation where he does have a back injury you're not sure what's going to happen here he'll probably be a game time decision he was hurting a bit last week but he still saw a full workload in they said he looked stiff and he wasn't uh using too many jump cuts early on, but he, he warmed up and as the game went deeper uh he, he looked a little bit better. So just be very careful. It's a Chicago forecast and, and, and there you got weather uh involved and and you just gotta be very careful. This is your number one player on your team and he's got an injury. It's not looking good for Steven Jackson. I expect him to play, but if he plays you you know, you have gotta think he's gonna be he's gonna go hundred percent, but you never know with these types of injuries if he you know what's going to happen so
1: the dude's a warrior and uh chicago uh you know their defense is so so uh i if, if steven jackson is a go you better start him in my opinion
3: yeah yeah it'd just be a shame if, if he is out the week you need to play you know you, you're your top player you yeah. just hate to see it and you know that's why the, the, the other big story here is deangelo williams we talked about it earlier but if you if you draft a D will with your first pick and now here it is week thirteen, I hope you have I hope you have the handcuff. It, it's it's a strategy that a lot of people believe in and some people don't. I think Lance will tell you how he feels um, about handcuffs. And, and and here we go now. Um, let's take a look at this other handcuff here, Mike. Uh, you said Timmy Hightower questionable. Yep. Uh, but it sounds like he's gonna play. But Beanie Wells was the guy we thought was gonna do something, you know, over the last couple weeks. And last week he hurt teams. He cost teams the game just as bad as you know. Uh, Brady obviously cost a lot of teams uh, their championship run.
1: Yeah, uh, Randy Moss yeah, he,
3: cost teams their run. Drew Brees de- de- destroyed teams last week with his five touchdowns, and so did Brett Favre. But Beanie Wells, eight carries for twenty yards, didn't wasn't really involved in that game at all against Tennessee.
1: I went I went on a limb, Scott. I took uh, Beanie Wells, uh, Chris Wells. I started him, and uh, just to think that he might be the guy. But uh, let's face it, till the end of the year. Tim Hightower is the guy in that offense, whether it's run or catching the ball out of the backfield. So, uh, yeah, until the the end of the year is done, uh, Tim Hightower is the guy. And I hope I don't uh, hope I don't steer anybody wrong uh, with Arizona being at home against uh, you know against Minnesota. But uh, I, I still think Tim Hightower is the guy because he's too versatile.
3: We've got uh, one more question in the chat room from uh, from our buddy Russ Orton, Eli, or Stafford. Mike Orton's playing KC, Eli's playing Dallas, Stafford's playing Cincinnati. What would you do? League title on the line, fifty-five hundred dollars, or uh, in, in John's case, it's an FFPC title, uh, or, or just a big decision here. What do you got? Ooh.
1: Well, I tell you, I, I have to wait until the very last moment to make sure Matt Stafford is fine. If Matt Stafford is okay. I go Stafford in that situation. Um, Eli the Manning. Bengals? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. I, I would do that because uh, Detroit they they've shown that they can uh, throw to various uh, various coverages, uh, various defenses. Um, New York at home against Dallas, they've always been able to do well. But you know what? What's the best uh, Eli Manning's going to get? He's going to well, go 175 yards and one touchdown.
3: Dallas is tough against the run, though. That's one thing I'm looking at. I'm like, okay, you know, these are all pretty good matchups. But KC you can run on all day, and you can pass. Okay, so Orton has a good matchup there, but you can run. Dallas, seventh against the run, okay, and I think they're 20th, uh, 20, 21st, 20th in the league against the uh, quarterbacks. And then you've got Stafford, the Bengals, uh, very tough against quarterbacks, 16th in the league. And then when you talk about against running backs, Uh, The Bengals are fifth in the league, so you're not going to run the ball against the Bengals either, so you're going to have to throw. I'm kind of like you, Mike, Stafford or Eli.
1: Yeah, but but at that stage, though, uh, Stafford, I mean, he was, you know, he was told, well, you can't can't throw against Minnesota. Well, he did that. You can't throw against this team. Well, you did that.
3: I don't bet Eli in this situation. I think he's been too valuable to the team. He's had some big games. They like to throw. It seems like the running game is not involved in touchdowns. I think I think Bradshaw will be back this week, and I'm afraid that he is going to return to his 10 or 15 carry role that he's had here for a while. But look, let's face it. Eli Manning is is a is a, the 12th best quarterback in the league right now in fantasy football. You don't start stop bench him in this matchup in this type of game for a Stafford who's unproven or an Orton who who very well they might just be able to run all over Kansas City. So. Good luck with that decision. Well, I don't know. It's gonna. It, there's no science here. There's
1: no science. No, there's no science here. Uh, I would start Stafford in front of Manning myself.
3: Well, good luck to everybody. Good luck with that, Mike. If you have, if you have Stafford and you want to, and you want to throw him in there against the Bengals, uh, you know, you, you might be right. It's just, a, it's just a very risky proposition. I like him too. I I'll, I'll watch I'll that video. You know, right, right,
1: well, right He's now laying. I got Tom Brady versus Brett Barb, and I took Brett yep. Barb. Yeah, and yeah. now I'm going to write down uh, Stafford versus Manning. Yep. Yeah. We'll well, we got
3: to go, uh, everybody. One last chance. Win your league titles this week. It's Red versus Blue. We'll You'll be you listening week.
0: to Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time.
3: No, no, no. You know, let's, let's, stop, let's stop that, Mike. Let's stop that. Because i tell you what. Yeah. I've got a feeling. i got a feeling this week that we're going to win our third league title. I've got a go. feeling,
2: a feeling side
3: Three league titles, Mike. Three league titles. Uh, Three and O this week.
2: I've got a feeling, a feeling I can't hide. Yo, what up? Something that
3: everybody knows. Oh, yeah. We've lost control of oh, quick yeah. switchboard. We'll be back in a second. Oh,
2: oh I gotta feel it. Oh. Everybody had a good year. Though we never saw the sunshine. Hang with everybody me. had a wet dream. It's all good, bro. Making
1: was a good time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody made a movie.
2: It's all good. It's Everybody had one. one line. Line. Everybody to We'll be seeing
1: him in oh, no the world. good. What it's Oh, yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: oh, 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 oh. I got a feeling. On I'm everybody, oh, yeah.
1: everybody had a wet Oh, yeah.
2: Everybody had a oh, time. Everybody I got a feeling. A feeling. Everybody I can't beach hide. no. Oh. Everybody Oh, no. Everybody.
3: Mike, man, I'll tell you what, it's just amazing to me how many top players are hurting or are of no value to your fantasy team as we look at yeah. where we're at in week 13.
1: Yeah. Look at this it's, list,
3: Mike. It's, it's, let me, me roll it to... Well, we could talk about quarterbacks. I want to talk about first-round picks in the exactly. fantasy drafts from this past August and September. Michael Turner, now hurt, banged up not worth anything right now. D'Angelo Williams, banged up, in your title game, may not play. Steve Slayton, top pick, not playing. Larry Fitzgerald, who knows what kind of an impact he's going to have with Matt Leiner in your championship game. Steven Jackson, banged up, don't know if he's going to play, hasn't practiced all week. Matt Forte, don't know if he's going to play. I mean, don't know what kind of an impact he's going to have. He hasn't had an impact
1: worth anything for a while.
2: that's he might, he might have a good guys, game against the Rams.
1: That's got a real question mark on Matt Forte. If you're a Matt Forte owner, you have to be scratching your head. What what's happened? going on with this guy?
3: What happened? I spent you a top three pick. There was a clear there was a clear line that was drawn. It was it was M J D, A D, and Forte, one, two, three in some sort of order there, and then it was the rest. Stephen Jackson, Chris Johnson, all these other yeah. guys, Steve Slayton. Um and now you've got, you know, Westbrook, you know, hasn't done any you know, been out with this concussion, and we knew this could have been a problem, and it, sure enough it is. The age is catching up to him, the concussion, the hits, cuts, you know. And then Greg Jennings, he was being drafted up there really high. Calvin Johnson, look, look at this list. I mean, have you ever seen anything like how many players in the top, you know, 15, 20 picks are out That's and amazing. not contributing? It's just, it just blows me away. That's I'm amazing. thankful. I'm thankful to have LaDainian Tomlinson contributing. I'm thankful yeah. to have Reggie Wayne, uh, fallen to me. At what? What? He fell to me at like two seven. Mike, how can you let Reggie Wayne fall to two seven?
1: Yeah. What were they
3: thinking? That's why I'm in the league title game. You let Reggie Wayne fall to me at two seven. I drafted LT, okay, in the first round, and I'm in the league title game. There's a problem when LT carries your team to the yeah. title game. You know. I mean. Well, <laughs> you know,
1: I think I think wide receivers have become uh, more of a better commodity in uh, fantasy safer. football than ever before. Yeah, just a so safer bet- option. When you get one, you better uh, treasure them and love them.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, here I am. I lost Deshaun Jackson and I lost Kurt Warner. And, uh, you know, add to the problems I've had with Pierre Thomas early on and, you know, Ladanian Thomason all year round, uh, you know, it's. I'm fortunate to be here. Fortunate that uh, we do have a shot to get our third league title game, uh, and our third third chance at this league title. And uh, let's just see what we can do, Mike. Anything can happen. Anybody can win. And what do they say on any given Sunday? Any
1: so, given Sunday. Any good. Given good to Sunday. meet
3: with you, my man. How's your week going? All right. Man?
1: It's going good. Going good. Uh, I'm got a bow on the Hyper Three. Uh, because I won won the division, so I'm uh, looking forward Congrats. to next week. Got yeah. got all my uh, all my players. Uh, we had a team meeting, <laughs> uh, but uh, in, in Hyper Two, uh, we got uh, you know we got clean up the mess and uh, go from there. But uh, I feel pretty good about a lot of things, and uh, PDFF, uh, you know, not too bad there either.
3: So you got a buy in the Hyperactive Three League.
1: Yes sir, I be, do. Uh, wow,
3: that's impressive.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, that's impressive.
3: I, I I'm sitting here, uh my running backs are Mendenhall, Slayton, and D'Angelo. So I've lost Slayton and very likely D Will in this game and unfortunately I have to play. I'm I'm in the you know the wild card round. So here I've got Mendenhall Hall as my lone running back and you can start just one in this league. So I've got to start basically four wide receivers, Mike. Here's who I've got to pick between. Okay. I've got Sims Walker I've got Sims Walker, Andre Johnson, already in the lineup. And I've got to pick two of these. Donnie Avery, Nate Burleson, Robert Meacham, or Terrell Owens. Two of those four. Donnie Avery, Nate Burleson, Robert this Meacham, week? Terrell Owens.
1: You talking about for this week?
3: Yeah, this is it, man. Oh,
1: so Terrell, Terrell Owens, Owens is out. I, I, didn't,
3: I didn't start him. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, yeah so, okay. so scratch him. Right. I'm, glad I, I'm glad I didn't start him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glad Brilliant.
3: I glad I left him off.
1: So now we got uh, Mechum, to between. You never know. Meacham is uh, one reception for ten yards, or he's four receptions for a hundred yards and two yeah. TDs. So I've got to put that's, I've that's got to put
3: in there. Got to put Mechum in there. He I, he he's much more predictable than Donnie Avery, and you got to put Burleson in there. So uh, Burleson's at against San Francisco. It's in Seattle. It's a it's a divisional game. You expect that to be a, a game that um, you know they've got. They're going to play hard, and Hasselback's going to play well. So
1: yeah, I, I would love to. Uh, I would love for you and I, Scott, to meet in the Super Bowl of uh, hyperactive, hyperactive three.
3: Yeah, well, I was there last year, lucky and fortunate enough to win it, and I would like to see you get there as well. Now, hyperactive two, that's another story. I'm. Uh, I, I did get my buy in that in that lead. So uh, you know it's nice to kind of yep. be in the playoffs in both of those because those are some competitive leagues. Those are twenty-four man leagues.
2: Uh, they very are very competitive.
3: competitive. Yeah,
1: and uh, you know in hyper, in, in, in hyper Two, I'm not in the playoffs, but I want that compensatory pick between one and two. I want that pick, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fight tooth and nail to uh, get that.
3: Well, listen to this. Um, here's my options in Hyperactive Two. Now I've got to buy this week, so. You know what, I'm not even gonna go there, but this this team that I have Shanko, Winslow, and Keller at tight end. Pretty solid.
1: Right. Right. Uh
3: running backs, uh, all over the place. Uh Mike Bell, Mike Bush, Reggie Bush, Jamal Charles, Tashard Choice, Maurice Jones Drew, Richard Mendenhall, Kevin Smith. Uh r- wide receivers are Colston, zada Macklin, Chambers. I think I've got some options there. You only have to you only have to start two of those.
1: macklin has got to be a start.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, like like I I don't think I'm I think I've got a buy here in this league. So since I've got the I don't even really have to think about my lineup this week. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and not put it in. But did you get your picks in? Did you get your uh, NFL picks and your player pool picks and all that yep. good
1: stuff? Yep. Okay. Well, I got the NFL picks, uh, but uh, I'm getting ready to put in the player or the uh, fantasy picks.
3: Yeah. Alright, man. Well, good luck this weekend in all your leagues and uh you know, root us in there for the uh the third league title man. It's
1: gonna be a all right. it's gonna I'm be all a battle. Scott and uh you know I'm I'm rooting for you and the WCFF, and uh wanna see you make it happen, bro. Alright man. We'll talk to you later. We'll see you next week. All right Scott bye